Empires with Billy West. Or Stimson J. Cat or Lynn Hart. Shut up, you fool! And I'm Dr. Zoidberg, and I'm saying hello with Professor Hubert Farnsworth and your old Captain Zap Brannigan. You're listening to Two Broke Geeks. Joy! We'll always be with you. No one's ever really gone. You could not live with your own failure. Where did that bring you? Back to me. And why isn't that? There it goes. Whew, I was like, oh god, my computer's doing more weird shit again. <laughs> this is what happens when you have too many tabs of porn. I mean, actually, right now I don't have any porn open because I'm trying to. I've while I was waiting for all the other problems to sort out, I was trying to clean out my hard drive a little bit from like. All the I was like going through my music and my audio books going, how much of this do I actually listen to on the regular? <laughs> so you ever think there'd be like an audio book for porn? I mean, there are erotica books. But I, I'm no, so I'm, I'm talking sure I'm talking like I'm talking like it's just the sounds of porn, but no visual context for it whatsoever. Like uh isn't there, I, th uh, I think that might be a real thing. Porn for the blind. Well, that would make sense, but those would have like. Like narrated. No, but I mean like narrated. Hold on. This is two broke geeks. I'm, I'm Justin. <laughs> we were over a minute into the show and hadn't done the introduction. I think, you know what? I could Google it, right? I think <laughs> there are like narrated porn videos where like the video is playing and you can hear all the uh uh oh yeah and you can hear like all the sounds but also there's a narrator going and now she's licking it but I, oh, yeah. and now she's got all the balls in her mouth <laughs> that's even funnier I, but i just i just kind of visual i'm for like without the narration just the noises like for someone who just wants to like well i mean that's just porn that you just like if you're visually impaired you just go to Pornhub and listen yeah i just think it's hilarious just the just thinking about that just being like you just hear it's like well i can't pay the rent this month well what are we gonna do about it <laughs> it's just you just hear, uh, yeah yep. <laughs> oh yep here it is right here i just looked and i google searched narrated porn and right here on Pornhub, it was literally the first thing that came up narrated porn videos and it's an entire category on Pornhub. is it uh is it narrated Two by girls fancy? narrate porn blowjob competition Cream dream come true narrated. <laughs> this is not at all related to what we were going to talk about. Uh, ASMR narrated masturbation. <laughs> we have gone way off the rails. Here. I'm just saying, like, I'm just thinking, like, that's just fun. I just think that's hilarious. The I, I mean, I now uh, can you imagine like big? Imagine a uh, Morgan Freeman narrating porn. Yes, and the only way I can imagine that is because of uh, the poop that took a pee on <laughs> South Park. And obviously that wasn't the real Morgan Freeman. It was a Morgan Freeman impersonator, but I have... Er, Bill really had to poop. <laughs> I have to poop, he said. Why don't okay, you poop? Okay, <laughs> poop on my boobs. And then he took a poop. It was out of his wiener. It was a wiener poop, poop which is the worst kind of poop. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yep. Uh, that. Vi oh God, I love that episode. <laughs> Butters, it seems you were sleepwalking again, and dressed Sarah Jessica Parker up in a moose suit and left her in the woods where she was shot by two hunters. Oh, no. So we're going to need you to yes. come down and take care of that. <laughs> oh, oh, I got her killed, too. Oh, well, at least she was ugly. <laughs> Butters! <laughs> you would never know at this point that DC Fandome happened yesterday, and that's what we were really excited to talk about. <laughs> Dude. Well, let's talk. Let's. 
let's get the one thing that we're both met about out of the way first. Sure. Well, I I actually want to back up yes. even oh, yes. further. I got to back up to even before Fandome because a little bit of news came out before Fandome where Andy Muschietti oh, yeah. was giving an interview to Variety and he did confirm that Ben Affleck is going to return. He said uh, he and Barbara, who, by the way, in case you didn't know, uh, I only realized recently that some people might think that Barbara Muschietti is Andy Muschietti's wife. She's not. She's his sister. And they do things together. He directs. She produces. Nice. Um, yeah. Well, I think people thought it was like a Zack and Deborah Snyder situation where they're married and she's Zack's producer on pretty much everything but uh it's actually his sister uh so anyway uh they were interviewing uh variety no vanity fair not variety excuse me vanity fair was interviewing uh andy and barbara muschietti and they confirmed that ben affleck is going to come back they say is bruce wayne i'm sure he'll also be his batman um and when i read that and i read their description of it i was actually pretty happy for uh the prospect because number one i'm happy for ben affleck because it seems like uh ben affleck is feeling better in his personal life which i know when he made batman v superman and especially justice league like his personal life was falling apart and he was in a pretty bad place and was like not happy being batman because of his personal life and shit like so i'm happy for him because he gets to and I guess he was excited about it. Uh, Andy Muschietti, I guess, sent him the script. And like a week later, Ben was like, yup. So Andy Muschietti literally took the risk of writing the character into the script without even knowing if Ben would say yes. Yeah. And Ben was like, yup. Uh, and this was the dude who said he was never going to do it again. So maybe the part's really good. Maybe Ben feels better. I'm just glad he gets to come back and like have a better exit from playing Batman than the mess that was just like a, something he can feel good about on like a professional level rather than those two other films he made. I right. guess is what I'm trying to say. I, I you just, know what I mean? Yeah, I just kind of hope that it doesn't fall into like the the problem that the only real problem I had with like the Spider-Man films where. Mm -hmm where it, they focus more on Batman and Flash kind of gets a backseat a little bit in his own film. Andy and Bar Andy and Barb Muschietti the Muschietti's both say very emphatically that it is Barry's story and the only reason they wanted excuse me the only reason they wanted Ben in the story is because they felt that uh in the way Justice League went or was supposed to go in the Zack Snyder version, we don't know because we haven't seen it yet, that there was more personal connection between Barry and Bruce in that Bruce really helped Barry become a superhero versus Barry just kind of running around sort of being a superhero but not really believing in himself or anything like that right so yeah I'm I'm as much as I still am not a fan of Ezra Miller Ooh, nope uh, I am a little bit more intrigued with this film I only because I liked the It movies so much do I have some faith that maybe Andy Muschietti will change the direction that that uh, that Barry Allen was going in those other movies. Like maybe he can make it into a better character. Yeah. <laughs> because that version of Barry Allen from Justice League, I did not like at all. It's very true. Yeah. Uh, also, did you see the concept art yeah. from the flat? Mm -hmm. I like I like with Michael Keaton possibly with Michael Batman. Keaton in the back. Oh, yes. it's definitely him. If you zoom in, you can see that they drew. It's the bottom half of. Okay. It's very clearly his chin and mouth area. It's very clearly Michael Keaton as Batman. <laughs> I'm down. With uh, that much better Flash suit than the one he wore in Justice League. Yeah, I'm very, I'm very interested in this film. Like that was kind of the big thing 
at the beginning of fandom was the first thing was mm-hmm. them showing off that artwork mm-hmm. and and just some of the yeah. stuff from just flash solo i guess inside the speed force that looked pretty cool yeah so. which well, again like i still am not super uh mm-hmm. excited about sure. this film but i'm intrigued these little bits of information over the past few days made me more interested, but they're really going to have to show me something different out of Ezra Miller further down the line once they're into production and like able to release some footage because yeah. they re- Justice League really turned me off to and I'm a Flash fan. I read Flash comics. I like Barry Allen. He's one of my favorite DC Comics characters. So for me to not like the movie version of Barry Allen is a bummer. Yeah, I am well we might as well get into it because the first I feel like it's probably the one only negative and for a different reason for a bunch of weird reasons the the big thing fandom takeaway that's probably the biggest negative was they showed a trailer for the new Zack snyder cut of mm. justice league and that sure. it's a trailer that's what it is it is a trailer well it's negative for us we're we're not the people that this was made for. Uh, clearly. Um, I guess there's, I'm not going to pick on Cause I guess there was some special reason he picked the song choice. I didn't get a chance to read or watch the video. It's because he used it in Watchmen while those two were banging. <laughs> no. And that's what a lot of people said, but I guess there's something else to it that, I don't know. I didn't look. It's, I... Uh, it didn't. I don't really know why either, but it felt very pompous. Oh boy, did it ever. Like, it felt really self aggrandizing and pretentious. Yeah, and even like, and the fact that they, like, I personally didn't think, even with the choice of Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah, I mm-hmm. didn't. It, it was a weird tone. Mm-hmm. The sod and dark side look pretty much the same. Uh, is it just me or was Corvus Glaive in that trailer? I think Corvus was in it too. Like, <laughs> it well, looked, yeah. I mean, the sod looked that's like what Corvus. I mean. <laughs> yes, that is. I kept looking at that character, going, "Who is that supposed to be?" It looks exactly like Corvus Glaive yeah. in, the Mar- in the Marvel universe. Like, what the. F- fuck is going on i mean dark side looks all right i guess he looks uh you know what i learned recently this is something i didn't know i read an article about it um because uh i think he looks like doomsday and everybody said that doomsday looked yeah. like the cave troll from <laughs> the lord of the rings trilogy it turns out that there are effects houses that save uh, there's only like a handful of them, like big a handful of big effects houses that do creature work, and they save basic creature models and reuse them and just retool them slightly. So my guess is Darkseid looks a lot like Doomsday because it's the same effects because Doomsday was made by the same effects house that made the cave trolls in <laughs> Lord of the Rings. Uh, I just and there, yeah. There were other examples too, something about uh one of like one director really likes or one effects house uses like a lot of big crab type monsters and yeah. stuff like that and so like they just save basic models and change. So yeah, you're right. Dark side looks it looks very different, and it's going to be four hours long, apparently. I, I know I'm going to end up watching it at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, I, but, yeah, it's probably the it's really the only negative I've had for fandom. And not much. The trailer was meh, whatever. But mm. more so just, again, the fan base is just... Correct. Is just the most toxic thing I've ever seen. And I know it's a small portion, but they're a small portion that have the largest mouths. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, it's, uh, it's like, 
man, it really is kind of like cultish behavior around a director. I'm like, guys, he's a director. You can maybe chill a little bit with like waxing his balls. That that one tweet too. Zach doesn't help it at all. I saw that one tweet you reposted. Uh, that Zach like put on blast on Mads Mikkelsen. Oh, you like Saturday morning cartoons? This is a movie for grown-ups. <laughs> like fuck off, I was like, Snyder. Dude, chill, dude. Like you don't need to. I'm an adult. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> yeah. uh, but really, like I, I said, only real negative was Justice League. But everything sure. else about Fandom, I was extremely impressed. Dude, yeah. The Wonder Woman 1984. Oh, yes. It, oh, it looks so good. And, like, I didn't realize till yet. Like, unlike a... I, I obviously have been bummed out by 2020, just like everybody else has with this whole... But I for the most part, have been handling it pretty well, I feel like. And then all of a sudden, yesterday, I was watching that Wonder Woman 1984 trailer, and I was so happy. I was like, <laughs> my My only <laughs> one complaint is mm-hmm. I was I love that they showed Kristen Wiig as Cheetah. Yep. But <clears throat> something about the way they rendered the fur... I don't I my guess is it might not even be a finished effect. I don't think I don't think it's finished either. But I'm also no. a little I'm also is it, Although is, that would yeah. be weird considering this movie was supposed to be out already. True. Unless they've had unless they've had that trailer in their back pocket for a while and saved it because the movie got pushed back. Yeah. But like I it's one of those things where I'm like, this looks awesome, I can't wait. But I have a weird sneaky suspicion that cheetah is going to get done dirty and kind of like how some villains are just there. Like man, sort of like how black Manta was like, he was coming gone. I want her to have more of, because it looks like it's going to be mostly around Maxwell Lord. Yeah. But also they did show in the previous wonder woman trailer that she and uh, that Diana and Barbara are friends so I feel like before she goes all cheetah and gets jealous. I, that that first instance so, of them fighting uh, in mm-hmm. the ballroom where she does, it's just her and not as cheetah. Yes. I was just mm-hmm. like, damn, I can't wait. Yeah, I know. And Wonder Woman like riding lightning bolts and the whole like uh, with the with the, uh, the golden armor, the kingdom the golden com- armor, and when she's like fighting those guys in the military jeeps, and it's just I, my biggest question is where in the fuck does Steve Trevor come from because he's supposed to be dead? But um, I think I I've said I think I said the lap when we first talked about the trial. I think Maxwell. Has something mm-hmm. to do with that. You're, I think you're probably right, and I'm glad they're keeping that from us. Like it's a big mystery. How is Steve there and not any older? And oh. it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a fun ride. Mm-hmm. Totally. Uh, then and then we, there yeah. was the video game stuff. Oh, yeah. That, yes. Mm, uh, the first one they showed, which was a total total surprise to me like i did not expect this game gotham knights from rocksteady we covered this actually a couple months ago because rock but we thought it was gonna be another batman game because rocksteady mm-hmm. put out a teaser that was just the uh court of owls, court of owls. Civil, mm-hmm. and that was it and then yep. we we're like oh sweet another batman game but yeah mm-hmm. no, it's gotham knights <laughs> But then they said, here's the weird thing. This game, based on what they showed us, looked like, hold on, I've got to bring up the article while I talk about this. It looked like it's a sequel to Arkham Knight, right? Because it starts with, you know, a big explosion, rocked Gotham City, billionaire philanthropist Bruce Wayne confirmed dead. And that's how Arkham Knight ended. Uh... And, you know, there's the video of Bruce, like, I left the watchtower to you. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's, um, 
Oh, this isn't Rock. Sorry, this isn't the yeah, this Rocksteady is game. This is WB Games Montreal. Rocksteady is the other game we're going to talk about. WB Games Montreal confirms that Gotham Knight does not take place in the Batman Arkham universe. Okay, but but they it's connected weirdly. It seems like it. Let's see here. Gotham Knight, the new game from WB Games Montreal, is not a sequel to Batman Arkham Knight. There was some confusion today following the game's official reveal. Uh, the game takes place after the death of Batman and includes several members of the Batman family. So, yes, the game is about uh, Nightwing, Red Hood, Batgirl, and Tim Drake Robin, who is also the Robin in the Arkham Knight franchise. So, or... Uh, Certain things revealed in the trailer did not line up with how uh, it says it seems like uh, it appears that Barbara Gordon regained the use of her legs by the time she learned of Batman's death and the death of her father, James Gordon, who survived in Batman Arkham Knight. So it says Gotham Knights is uh, apparently WB Games Montreal told comicbook.com that Gotham Knights is an original story set in DC's Batman universe and not connected to the Arkham series, despite picking up in a similar place to where Batman Arkham Knight left off. I'm I'm intrigued by this game. I actually watched a gameplay demo. I did as well. Mm -hmm. And I have some slight issues. <laughs> Well, also, just remember that that was yeah. a pre-alpha game build. It wasn't even... But, okay, talk about no, it. My, my, the, and this is just because of the way you and I play video games. Mm -hmm. They talked a little bit about the component that you can play multiplayer online so someone can or pop single. in mm -hmm. uh, yep. if they wanted to. And I'm just like, oh, I don't know. Just get rid of that. I like... Well, it, it's it it gives you both the thing I like about this game versus some of the other games that have come out uh, recently that I wanted to play, but then it turned out you had to play online. Is this is either or? This is you yeah. can play a solo campaign by yourself, or you can invite one other friend to come play the missions with you, which is fine. I'm I'm, I'm not. That's just a minor, like, sure. kind of thing. Uh, the only other, the only other minor thing I was not a big fan of was watching that, and then like, mm -hmm. like, and Robin teleports, and he literally just teleports random spots in the overworld. It, uh, the well, yeah, their explanation for that is he gained partial access to the Justice League satellite, and. In the DC Universe, the Justice League satellite does offer uh, transportation abilities. It, that just feels like... A, it's weird. I don't weird, like it. Yeah. But it is what it I is. I also don't love the design. Like, Batgirl looks great. Nightwing looks great. Red Hood looks great. Robin looks like he's wearing a poncho. Well, I think <laughs> part of it, too, because they showed some of it and they said it was like, this is later in the game or whatever... I think you can custom. I'm not 100% sure, but I think you can customize their outfits, like change them up. I hope so, because I did not like the Robin look they came up with yeah. in that footage. I was like, like I said, it looks like he's wearing like a poncho or a raincoat. And I'm like, eh. <laughs> But I love that we're going to be, that it's going to be you fight the Court of Owls and Talon. Um, mm, the so end down. of that. The end of that trailer was great with the introduction of uh, the Court of Owls with the little kid saying the the creepy rhyme. Yeah. And then Talon just like smashing through. Like, I am, I'm very, but I can't, but that game would look fine and I'm excited. Nothing though can compare to that teaser trailer for the Suicide Squad game. I am so shit, happy. That game looks fun. Well, and that's such oh a great God. cinematic trailer of just Tara really Strong's is. Harley Quinn. I like that she's dialed her Harley Quinn voice back a little yeah. bit too for the game, so that it sets. Because if you remember the way she did the Harley voice in the super Arkham nasally, games, super nasal and ramped up. I'm glad she dialed it back a little bit. And I love the fact that you have Deadshot, Boomerang, and King Shark. I love 
the guy doing the Captain Boomerang voice. <laughs> Let me tell you what. He was my favorite part of that whole thing. I was like, he's good. And, and the fact that it literally is like Brainiacs. It seems like Brainiac somehow has control of the Justice League. So you mm-hmm. gotta kill them. Yes. Uh, I love the end of that. I love that it looks like they give us a little bit. It's not actual gameplay footage but it starts out with the cinematic where they're at the pizza place and then there's like a little cinematic that is fighting that probably is close to gameplay even though it's not obviously actual gameplay and then it ends with another cinematic and it's so funny when they realize they have to kill superman and they all just kind of point because Captain Boomerang's like, did we figure out who we have to kill? And they all just point up at Superman. He's just like, ah, fuck. And then, and then the close-up on throws- Superman's face is just a boomerang knocking him in the head. They're like, oh, great. I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> it lo- oh, the, uh, the idea that I'm going to be able to play as Captain Boomerang and probably you're probably gonna get your pick of character, or you maybe you'll play as all four at different parts of the game. But I the feel idea like that, that you can play as King jump, Shark. Yeah, uh, mm. I kind of hope part part with the game that maybe they throw in a couple others you can play as. Hmm, that could be fun. Yeah, like not not don't go like balls to the wall, but maybe like three like three other characters that maybe you pick up along the way. I feel like you can't have a Suicide Squad game without having other minor characters appear that can have their heads blown off. Yeah, exactly. Which leads me to James Gunn's The Suicide Squad. I I've said it before, I had like I had no faith in this film. I was like, uh, I love James Gunn. I'm a huge fan of his stuff. But when they announced Suicide Squad, I'm like, okay, whatever. I don't really care. Like, Mm -hmm. half these people I don't know in general. No, they're mostly... They are mostly below... I mean, they're Z-grade characters. Well, not just characters, but, like, like actors, too. Like, YouTubers Mm -hmm. and Pete Davidson. Like, who I've said it before, I'm not a fan of Pete Davidson whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. man, I am, I am so down with this. <laughs> it looks like, I mean, you've got, and finally he revealed who everyone is playing too. Obviously Margot Robbie, Harley Quinn, Viola Davis, Amanda Waller, Joe Kinnaman, Rick Flagg, Jai Courtney, Captain Boomerang. They're left over from the last film. Uh, and then we have Idris Elba playing Bloodsport. Uh, then we've got Alice Braga, who I don't know who that is, uh, playing Salsoria, seemingly a new character created for the film, who is likely related to the comics character Juan Soria, who joins the Suicide Squad after getting rejected by the Justice League. Uh, then Nathan Fillion is playing TDK, who apparently is also another uh, original character, Pete's... Pete Davidson is playing Blackguard. Uh, Michael Rooker is playing Savant. Uh, John Cena is playing Peacemaker. David DeSmalchin is playing Polka Dot Man. <laughs> uh, Sean Gunn is playing Weasel. Peter Capaldi is playing The Thinker, who has actually been around since the 40s. Uh, Flula Borg is playing Javelin. Daniela Melchior is playing Ratcatcher 2. Uh, and Mei Ling Ng is playing Mongal, who in the comics is an alien with, who is the twin sister of Mongol, if everybody knows who Mongol is, uh, from the com. So that is great. And half of those characters, I bet are cannon fodder. <laughs> I, I, I was talking about this with a friend of mine last night. Cause we were talking about, it and he's like, there's so many. And I was just like, yeah, don't get attached to them. <laughs> Cause I'm no, pretty, in like, it's going to be, it's like the trailer, the, tra- the behind the scenes trailer they did, mm-hmm. uh, just made me so excited. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, um, that, that poster they released kind of looks like, um, like a war movie poster. Like it could be the poster for like apocalypse now yeah. or something. Um, I love the Harley Quinn look they came up with. I love with... that. They've kind of, they've definitely toned it back and not make it like over sexualized. Like the, unlike the mm-hmm. last one. I mean, she's dressed in like tight leather, but it's not like, um, like she's wearing panties or anything. She looks like she's got real pants on for a change. Yeah, I'm very, I'm very stoked. Jo- I kind of, I kind of think they missed him. They missed the point. Uh, missed something hilarious if they made John Cena an invisible character. That would have been really funny, but also John Cena as Peacemaker with like that helmet he's got yes. on. That's. Um, I'm trying to guess who might be cannon fodder. And I think it like Idris Elba, they're obviously not going to kill. Uh, I doubt they'll kill John Cena. I Uh, bet it's going to be like the flu. Yeah. Flu Laborg. Maybe Pete Davidson. I doubt it. Um, polka dot man. I think, yeah, I think Polka Dot Man is done for, uh, maybe Ratcatcher 2. Vermin. Or Weasel. A Weasel, probably. yeah, damn it. Yeah, <laughs> Sean Gunn's character Weasel, probably. Uh, probably definitely not Mongal would be my guess, because she's wicked powerful. Uh, I don't know. It'll be interesting. And I hope it is an R-rated version of the... First Guardians of the Galaxy, very cl- uh, closer to the first Guardians of the Galaxy, and less the second Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy. It, it'll be. A, I, I'm very excited. Did they put out an actual trailer too, or was it just that behind the no. scenes ish? Yeah, it was just all that behind the scenes stuff. Yeah, I, the movie's done filming. I think. I think it is. I thought they got. I thought they were completed before the pandemic hit i think that movie's in the can i think it is i'm pretty sure like mm-hmm. uh either way like when they put out an actual trailer i'm gonna be i'm already like hooked like oh I even, and king shark yeah. is in the movie as well oh, yeah. not just in the video game he's also in the movie but do they say who's pl- voicing king shark mm, they did and i forgot and i didn't see it in the article I just read from. It, I just love the one little bit of King Shark just putting like a character in his mouth. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see if I can let's see. Let's see. Yeah. Uh, no, it doesn't seem to say anything. Yeah, it said somewhere who it was. I just can't remember. Steve. Uh, oh, it's Steve Ag- Aggie, right? Yeah. yeah. Steve G or... Yeah. Whatever. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But then um, the next trailer that was so, interesting yeah. was I don't, was the Black Adam, like, comic, I moving comic. didn't catch the Black Adam stuff. Uh... It's, 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 it's literally a, a, a motion comic, mm. uh, which is done by an extremely uh, awesome artist named but who goes by boss logic on mm-hmm. Twitter, he's Instagram. Great. <laughs> he's fantastic. I love all his stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's narrated by the rock, obviously talking about black Adam. Um, well, it's all concept art for the film, right? Is what it was. Uh, it's like event- a concept art slash like mini comic. Like it was very weird. Um, it was cool to watch as a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing, though, and I don't know if it's just because it's The Rock. The Rock voicing being like, I've been in prison for like 5,000 years or 500 years or whatever. Mm-hmm. He, it doesn't, I don't, it didn't sound right. It sounded very weird. He, <laughs> it, it's, I find it very hard to separate the raw. I find it very hard to separate Dwayne Johnson, the person and public figure from versus any character. No, no. no. Versus any character he's playing because he's obviously not been the rock for a while. He's just Dwayne Johnson. He's this ever present. 
I mean, he's everywhere. He's in everything. And he always kind of seems to be the same. Yeah. uh, Which isn't taking away from him. I like him, but I don't ever... He always just seems like Dwayne Johnson to me. (laughs) I I just, for the first time, uh, watched Moana... Mm-hmm. Uh, just because my mom had it on for the kids she was watching. And it's weird for him to be in that, too. Yeah, it's. It, I was just like, I can't... I just hear Dwayne. I don't hear a character. Mm-hmm. I just hear Dwayne. Mm-hmm. And him narrate. If you get a chance, check it out, Matt, because lit- it really just sounds just like The Rock reading a script about being Black Adam. Yeah, that seems about right. But the one thing I'll say... And I'm not super intrigued by this movie. I didn't dig Shazam. Uh, and I know they released a little bit of information about Shazam. Uh, Shazam yeah, the Fury, Fury, of, Fury the of the Gods. Um, and... The Black Adam movie is sort of a prequel to the rest of everything because it takes place back in the time of the Justice Society. Which apparently they also released some concept art of the JSA. Uh, Hawkman, Dr. Fate, uh, a couple... So it could be interesting, but that is a part of the DC universe that doesn't grab me as much. Right, yeah. I, I'll probably check it out when a trailer comes around and uh, I, I enjoy the idea of Black Adam getting his own film. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, again, it's The Rock. Nothing against him. Mm-hmm. It's just I've seen a good portion of his films and he, he does literally seem to play the same guy over and over again. Yeah. So uh, was there anything else before we get into the fun one? The real fun one. I don't think so. There were a couple quick things that were kind of entertaining that they popped in there. Like, uh, did you see the the pandemic PSA that was the three uh, that was the four versions of bat, uh, animated Batman? No, I didn't see that. They had a little uh, mask about or a little. Uh, they had a, a little, little mask. PSA, they had a little PSA about mask wearing. That was uh, Batman the Animated Series, Batman, Batman the Brave and the Bold, Batman, Lego Batman, and Batman Beyond. And so it was uh, Brave and the Bold. Bat. It was all the. It was all the voice actors too. It was um, Diedrich Bader. Diedrich Bader. Kevin Conroy. Um, Whoever was Diedrich Bader also was he Brave and the Bold and Lego Batman? I can't remember. No, uh, Lego Batman was uh, Will Arnett. Yeah, it was. So it was Will Arnett, Diedrich Bader, Kevin Conroy, and um, Will Friedel. It was all of them, and it was all done in this. So they were. It was Lego Batman, Batman the Animated Series, and Batman Brave and the Bold all talking to each other, and. Brave and the Bold Batman was going to get toilet paper (laughs) and he was like on his way and everything and they were talking about mask wearing and all three Batman, Lego Batman and Brave and the Bold Batman were all like, well, we always wear our masks and then Batman Beyond Batman pops in and he's like, none of, what are you talking about? None of you guys wear masks during, you're not pandemic ready. And they're like, oh God, future Batman. And he's like, no, seriously, you guys are not pandemic ready. You cut out the most important part of your mask. It doesn't, they're like, he's like, I would know. Cause you know, uh, yeah. Fu- uh, Batman Beyond Batman covers his whole face and the, they're like, we know you would know because you're from the future. And he's like, no, I know because. And then he gets cut off. And uh, Batman, the animated series, Batman goes, do you think he got cut off? Or do you think we accidentally wiped out his entire timeline? <laughs> and that was their entire. Uh, and then there was a uh, Harley Quinn animated Harley Quinn Q&A. Cool. Uh, yeah. That that that's fun. The that, I'll have to check out that pandemic because that's it's cute. cute. It's only like thirty seconds long. It's literally like PSA length. It's very short, but it's funny. Yeah, but really, 
fucking Matt Reeves Batman. Oh my god. Holy shit. I watched the whole cuz it was only 10 minutes. Their their panels were wicked short. So I tuned in live for the panel, quote unquote. It was um and Matt Reeves was talking about how uh, some of his influences for this movie were uh, actually a book I've never read, but it was called Batman Ego by Darwin Cook, which now I have to read. And he was saying a lot of stuff about how, like, um, this is Batman's second year and, like, the citizens of Gotham still don't know what to think of him. They're kind of afraid of him. Like, this guy dressed up in this weird costume just came out of the shadows and started doing all this weird stuff, like, so they don't know that, you know, they don't know what to think of him. Um, and he said a lot, uh, what else did he say? Something about, like, how he was influenced cinematically by, like, Taxi Driver and Chinatown and... Uh, he listed a couple other movies. I should have rewatched the whole thing again. Like I said, it was only 10 minutes, but, and then he was like, and oh yeah, of course I didn't come without some footage. Uh, just remember we've only shot like between 25 and 30% of this movie. <laughs> so this is what I've got for now. And here it is. And I, oh my God, it's so good. It's good. Just that, so like, that moment where he just beats the shit out of the guy in the clown makeup is the best. The guy's just like, what are you supposed to be? And he swings the bat at him and Batman just beats the crap out of him. <laughs> so, but then like the whole thing starts off and it's like the WB logo and the DC logo and the sounds of tape. And you're like, what the fuck is this? And then it's a creepy dude in a mask taping up a dead dude's face. Was he wearing a mask? I thought he was also wearing, like, tape. He like, may have also just been wearing tape. But we find out that that dude is the Riddler. Because he yeah. leaves that riddle for Batman. And, um, of course, uh, we all knew that... Um, and I just drew a complete blank on his name. I know it, oh, too. Oh, uh, 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 crap. Uh, hang on. I, the uh, actor being Jim yeah. Gordon. Oh, Jeffrey Wright. Thank you. I can't believe I blanked on that. I know he's... We knew he... But, goddamn, I love Jeffrey Wright. He's gonna be great as Jim Gordon. <laughs> well, also, I... Th it's, a. Uh, uh, Paul Dano is... Is, is the Riddler. Riddler, yep. And, yeah. dude... Colin Farrell as the Penguin is... I didn't realize it at first. I'm like, wow, who they get to play the Penguin? Wait a He's minute. He's unrecognizable. Yeah. It's so good. Oh, that was the other thing he said. Uh, Matt Reeves said in his panel, he's like, you know, these are still early versions of the, uh, of the characters. This is an Oswald who still hates being called the Penguin. Like, he gets called the Penguin, but he hasn't learned to love it yet. He hates it. He, you know, um, but he's, god damn, that's a transformation right there. Yeah. It, I'm, I'm now completely hooked on this film. Uh, some other good stuff in there. Um, I think we're going to see a lot of good stuff. Out of oh, Zoe yeah. Kravitz as Catwoman, even though her initial Catwoman look is not good. Um, I'm still not super down with the uh, with the aesthetic of this movie. Like, that bat suit looks a lot better moving and on film than it does in pictures. Yeah. But I still don't love it. And I, I like it more than I like the Batmobile. I'm not completely it, yeah. sold on that one. Uh, yeah, the Batmobile just is, a, you know, a souped-up muscle car. Uh, it's not, like, my favorite look for anything, and yet the movie itself... It, plus, just the way it looks, the just the look of it is like, ah. I'm down with the way it looks. Like, yeah. it kind of, kind of a little bit on the Joker side when they did that. Mm -hmm. uh, done a darker, the going down a dark, definitely a darker route. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm I'm fully in. Like, 
after going back and going through like the fandom stuff and we talked about it last week like it's gonna we're like well, it's gonna be fun there'll probably be a few things here and there mm-hmm. honestly did not expect this much like awesome shit to come out of it yeah mm-hmm. and I, weird um... weird enough they said there was like an aquaman uh i heard there was supposed to be like an aquaman panel but that never happened I had heard uh, there is a second fandom happening in a few weeks that is because HBO Max had also promised basically what ended up happening was they realized that they were running too many things at once for an online event. Uh, like Everything was crossing. Oh, I everything was like they crossing did the, over. They did the opposite of what San Diego Comic-Con did. Yes, so they ended up going, you know what, we'll do the movies and the video games on August 22nd, and then we'll take all this TV stuff, like the CW, the HBO Max, everything else they were going to do, and they moved it to, I want to say, September 12th. So they're going to have a second one of these events, but I don't think Aquaman's going to be a part of it, because I I do think that everything they moved was like... Flash, Supergirl, Batwoman, Green Lantern, um, Doom or Harley Quinn, maybe Doom Patrol, maybe maybe those didn't have panels. I can't remember. I think everything they moved was television related. Yeah, like Black Lightning and Stars mm-hmm. and Stripes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it'd yeah. be interesting if anything comes out of that. I'm sure we will cover it. But yeah, oh uh, sure. I'll a hundred percent be excited. I'm dying to know what this HBO Max Green Lantern thing is supposed to be. That's probably the only thing I would probably tune into at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, for that is just oh, whatever. Yeah, sure. What is whatever they're going to do with Green Lantern? Because Green Lantern is one of my favorite out of DC. Mm-hmm. Uh, like so, if they could pull that, pull that off, I'm totally yeah. down. With all the Green Lantern I've read. Oh, read this year the show or the show could be so goddamn sci-fi and so wild and so weird like i read a version or i read a storyline this year where they literally went to the edge of the universe where is there's this great big wall at the edge of the oh universe, the source wall the source wall where everything from the old universe burst through into this universe to create this universe. And on the other side is all the green lantern, red lantern, yellow lantern power. And there's this big guy, the relic who is from the only surviving being from the old universe who wants to stop them all from using their rings because it drains the power that keeps the universe alive and they'll eventually kill this universe if they keep being Green Lanterns. It's just, it's wild, wild stuff. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting. But yeah, that was fandom in a nutshell. Uh, Mm, Pretty much, yeah. Other cool stuff. It made me super happy. Yeah. Other well, let's just keep that happy train rolling because mm-hmm. I don't know if you've watched it, but last week I watched the first episode of Lovecraft Country. I haven't gotten a chance to watch Dude. it. Yet. I'm gonna. Uh, uh, Leanne is gonna be mostly doing her own thing all day today. I'm probably get to it today. It's. I really liked it. Um, I've heard all sorts of good things about it. Well, and uh, I didn't realize this when I watched it, but um. Jewel some some Smollett Journey Smollett Journey Smollett Bell mm-hmm. who play I didn't know Black Canary that she played Black Canary in Birds of Prey. And I just then, rewatched that movie yesterday. I, I still need to watch that movie again. But, I really uh, like it. It's yeah, good. but I was like, holy shit, that's Black Canary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's so good, and uh, again, much like in the Watchmen series, because they really upped the race factor in this. I learned. Another interesting, uh, I never knew about sundown states. Uh, mm, mm-hmm. and isn't I was like, that all? I that is something I did know about. It was isn't that fucking horrible? No, but they like you'll they do a little bit of that in this season. Well, oh, they so play far, the with first, the idea of sundown states. 
Oh, they don't play it. They just go Ugh. right for it. It's it's probably like this first episode is is really good at mm-hmm. setting it up of setting up like more so the idea of the story behind every one versus there's a little bit of Lovecraft in this, not a whole bunch, which I think is really good. No, it's the first episode. No, I'm I think sure they really, yeah. they really paced it well to kind of ramp you mm-hmm. into it and. And they, that's probably one of the more horrifying moments was when they, was them trying to, is them trying to escape a state with sun, with, that's a sundown state. Like, it's like the more realistic aspect. And I was just like, holy shit, holy shit. Um, mm-hmm. I'm very, intru- I'm very, in- I'm, I'm all about it. I'm very yeah. curious to watch tonight's, well, it'll be already out by the time this is out. Um, but I'm maybe I'll just stoked. wait till because I'm off tomorrow. Maybe I'll watch them both tomorrow, so that way I can watch both of them. Fuck <laughs> oh, yes. Um, but yeah. Uh, and then other than that, I've mentioned on our podcast as uh, I mentioned on our Instagram page as well as on here. I have been slowly going through all my comics and counting and just kind of categorizing and stuff the last count that you gave i was like holy shit that's a lot of comics oh dude like so when we didn't go for a hike today i was like well i'll just do this until matt wants to podcast and now it is gone uh i think the last count i gave was like 2065 yep that's the last one i saw 2585 and i'm still going wow and there are some weird (laughs) shit in these uh, Let me tell you what I dug those ones you posted. That oh, the were horror like ones? the Friday the Thirteenth, Nightmare on Elm Street. Those are cool. I found some more. I have an almost an entire Hellraiser line, except for like I'm, <gasps> I have one comic. I'm sure it's in another box somewhere. Mm-hmm. But like I'm like I'm going through these and I'm like what what like there was like also a Devil's Rejects. Um, oh, cool. Uh, that I found, but some of the weirder ones I found. I thought you'd be interested. Oh. I am. You texted me yesterday that you had weird comics, but that you weren't going to tell me what they were till today. I have. So one, I want to know. I have one from uh, from 1989. That's a DC series called Cops. Um, literally, that's okay. what it's called. It's I've Cops. never even heard of it. Central okay. Organization of Police Specialists. It's just a random issue, and it's like has a guy pointing. It's pretty topical, actually, for today. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, it's it's issue. What is this? Row cop. Uh, what? Give me the number. Give me the number. Where's the number of it? A uh, number eight. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's just a police officer putting a gun in a African American's face who's being uh, bound by an electro by a robot elephant. All right. Uh, hang on. I, uh, Where's the other ones? I found a weird... A lot of these are like weird DC side things. I found mm-hmm. one called Aryan, Aryan Lord of Atlantis, which I'm not okay. 100% That's sure. That's weird. Um, there's an Army of Darkness series. I have a couple comics from Leonard Nimoy uh, called Primordials. Really? It's, I've never heard of it. I don't remember it. I I've slightly remembered, but not enough to tell you like what was in it. Um, a series that I sort of remember, uh, and from like the early two thousands, George Romero's Empire of the Dead. Okay. Uh, this one comic from Epic Comics called Alien Legion, subsidiary mm-hmm. of Marvel, like. Okay. It's insane, like, some of these things I found. I'm like, what is happening? Like, you do have some weird... You're, I mean, you're talking about stuff that I had no idea what that was. Yeah, um, I have a couple comics from this line of Marvel that I've never heard of called Displaced Paranormal, DP7. Mm-hmm. And these all must have been things I've bought, like, as a kid, because I, like, that just saw the cover of them and just yep. grabbed Cause I'm like, what the fuck? Like I have a holographic, a gold holographic Hawkman issue number one from, mm-hmm. I guess the early nineties. It's, it's bizarre. And then of course, like, then I realized how many Spider-Man X-Men and Godzilla comics I have. Of course. Oh God. It's, it's insane. And I think 
I have two and a half more boxes, but I think some of those are already done from the last time I mm-hmm. start when I, the last time I started doing this. Yeah, I'm hoping that once I'm done, there's an easy way I can just kind of figure out pricing slash. Is there a way I can just show the actual like li- like I post like the actual list and see if anyone finds anything interesting. But after mm-hmm. I'm done categorizing, then I'm going to go back. Uh, after I'm done numbering, I'm going to go through and actually organize and put everything together. Cause everything's still kind of like, like my Hellraiser series. I have, there's like an issue five out of like 12 that I'm missing. And I think it's in a, I'm sure it's probably in another box. And it's a lot of that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. but it's insane. Makes how sense. many, Ah, oh, man. Comics, man. Yeah. Or I should just hold on to them in hopes that they show up in a Marvel or DC film and be worth something. <laughs> <laughs> Some of those, they would really have to be scraping, I think. Yeah, they would. Like, like uh, I don't even know. Like, some of these are just the most bizarre, like, DC comics I've ever seen. I'm like, like I think one calls, like, Forgotten Realm. That's like mm-hmm. people. It's like almost like creature. It's like a like a weird ocean, a pirate thing. I don't even remember exactly. I don't know. Crazy. It's bizarre. Yeah. Got to get you onto them digitals so they don't take up so much space. I know. Or just get graphic novels and also my own place at some point where I can just have bookshelves. That too. That too. Because graphic novels also take up less space yeah because they are five or six and you can put them on shelves instead of in boxes and all that good stuff uh and then like before we started recording i've been watching more south park of course uh actually my tv arrives tomorrow so i can finally set up my playstation so i can start playing video games again and actually watching movies yeah nice so i'm gonna set that up maybe Tuesday and then now I just got to get a 4k player so I can watch midsummer. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You got to do that. Cause yeah. uh, I actually got to watch that movie. Where I wonder where I can watch that. It's on Is Amazon. It on, like Amazon. Okay. It's on Amazon, Some, but it's someday the I'll watch it. Re- it's the regular non-director's cut. Which, yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. Most things that are available online are not the director's cut. Uh, there is a movie so. I do want to check out. Um, I'm hoping this week. It's a horror western called The Pale Door. Uh, hmm. I don't know much about What's that it. On? Uh, I think it's where well, it's VOD right now, so it's like renting. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, which, which I guess that's the one thing we probably should talk about. Now they've reopened. They started reopening majority of theaters. So. <laughs> So, uh, intri- uh, which, whatever, but people are already lining up for Bill and Ted and Tenet. Tenet. Which. New Mutants. Oh, man. The Tenet reviews already are the most, are the funniest things. It, I've seen a mixed bag. I've seen some people say it's good and some people say it's bad. So. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I just think it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah. whatever, we'll uh, maybe I'll pay a little bit for some of these films on demand. Mm-hmm. But forget me going to a theater. Screw that noise. Nope. I'm not interested. Not for a while yet. Yeah. Maybe next year by the time Wonder Woman 84 finally. Uh, or is that still slated to come out this year? Did they, no, it's now. Ne- it's now next year. Yes, that's right. They did. They moved it to next year. So yeah. maybe by the time Wonder Woman 84 rolls around. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Kite man. <laughs> <laughs> Kite man. Uh, I did finish that. I did finish watching the whole thing of Harley Quinn, the animated series. I don't know if I told you, but I did end up loving it. And I got my wish yep. that uh, Harley and Ivy got back. Uh, Harley and Ivy got together as a couple. After like, and... after getting drunk and banging each other multiple times and be like, no. Yep. Yep. And I still think, and I actually, I was talking to our buddy Johnny yesterday. I hadn't talked to Johnny in a while, but he and I were texting back and forth. And we were talking about Harley Quinn and he enjoyed it as well. And the best phrase I could come up with for Harley Quinn was it is a 
hilarious love letter to the DC universe. Like it's obviously poking fun at the DC universe to make people laugh, but also you can tell everybody liking it or everybody making it loves the DC universe, knows a lot about the DC universe. And I think they're poking fun at it in like a way where you can tell that they really like what they're poking fun That's at good. versus people that poke fun at it because they don't like yeah. it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I totally understand so, that. I don't know. Like I said, like once it moves over to HBO, I'll probably give it a... It's on HBO right now. Okay, then. So, Both seasons, yep. Well... That's how I watched it. Well, I'll probably just wait till my TV gets here and hope that HBO Max can be on that TV. <laughs> What'd you get? Uh, Like a Samsung... A Samsung? Yeah, Samsung... Uh, then you can get HBO yeah. Max on it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, what is it? It's like a... It's, it's a 4K 43-inch series seven. Yep. Oh yeah then you can download uh right because i have a samsung and you can put all the apps right there on the tv they have like an app store quote unquote everything's free obviously yeah. you just download it so yeah you can download hbo cool because and... i just want to get rid of everything on my ps4 to make some space mm -hmm. for so i can load can... more games yeah, you can do Netflix, Hulu, HBO, Disney Plus, everything yeah. right on the TV. Even though I don't know how much longer I'll have a PS4 and because PS5 is right around the corner. We'll see. I'm looking forward to PS5 because obviously you get to play all those awesome new games like uh, Gotham Knights and spider-man miles morales and <laughs> yeah i'm just it's suicide squad kill the justice League. i'm just trying to think if there's there's only one other game that's coming out i think for the ps4 mm -hmm. by might as well for the ps5 to get is cyberpunk 2077 yep uh i've yeah oh yeah yep uh, and now the only other thing i want in the world is for matt and trey to decide to make a third south park video game <laughs> please yep i want I it i don't know i don't know what it would be like they've obviously done the superheroes they've done the fantasy the lord of the rings type stuff they should do but a horror the show they've they could do horror i guess they've done a lot of horror on the show they've never done star wars really on south park i was gonna say they could do like sci-fi they but they've never they should do one that's based around them trying to, again, stop George Lucas and Steven Spielberg from raping their series. Ah, oh, that'd be good, too. Yes. But, yeah, with all the horror, quote, like, the Scoots was, like, horror, quote-unquote, yeah. and the startling, and... <laughs> I would love a subsection in a star in a South Park game where you're Randy, but you it's first person with the camera and the gerbil or the hamsters, right? The guinea pigs, the, or it, guinea pigs. Yes, that's what. Oh they're. god, it's a guinea rat. No, it's a guinea mouse. Stupid. <laughs> uh, the one where they were all in the blockbuster, or even better. Uh, that don't even focus on the boys. Start focusing, like, do a whole, like, do it like do a, a whole Butters. Game with the adults. No, just do a game of Butters. Ah, oh, that'd be good. It, Butters' very own video yes! game. Yes! Oh my god, I mean... <laughs> like, Butters' very own episode. Yeah, exactly. And it's, like, kind of just the same gist. He just has to get to Binnigan's. <laughs> yeah. Although, I don't know, they've been doing so much stuff with the grown-ups lately. Mainly Randy. Like yeah. Please don't make mm -hmm. a game of Randy. That would be too much. It yeah. would be, especially if they revolve it around Tegrity Weed, but that would make sense, I uh, guess. That would not be a fun one. They've been I don't know. I, don't, I guess it would depend on... They, they've mm. been posting a crap ton lately involving Tegrity Weed and stuff, and I don't know if it's just to gear up for a new season or something, but they, the South Park... The South Park uh, Instagram and Twitter have been going off lately. Yeah, but the last, um, the last, uh, season ended up with Tegrity Weed being done. Yeah. Like, and then the, like the last thing I saw, um, was, was, uh, that Southport put out was like a best of Randy's, uh, like a quote from Randy 
and it's mm-hmm. just a it's just a medley of moments of Randy. It's like it's like the 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 internet one where he's just sitting. He's like, mm-hmm. I have I have uh, 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 what what was the phrase? He's like, I have forgotten about my my wife and my son. It'll never happen again. And Shelly's just sitting there like, what the? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, the one I re-saw recently that always makes me laugh every time I see it was from the last season, from the Halloween episode. Last, again, the horror one yeah. on the Tegrity Weed Fire. Shelly's Shelly's weed problem. <laughs> Randy just goes into her room and he's like, Shelly, we need to talk about your marijuana problem. Like... What's your problem with it? And she's just like, I hate marijuana. It stinks. It makes everybody in this town dumber than they already are. One of the few gems from last season. It's that was probably my favorite part of last season because it was just so funny. What I still think one of my favorite just random gags in it is. Uh, when Randy has to murder Winnie the Pooh and he's just like, sitting at the table afterwards and stands like, why are you covered in blood and honey? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you want your brain to hurt? Because this happened to me yesterday. Ready? I heard somebody say this and it hurt my brain. If Winnie the Pooh is a poo, why do they call him Pooh and not Winnie if Winnie is his name? It's, is it? Oh, it hurts already. Yep. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that I I had literally never had that thought in my life, and then yesterday I heard somebody say it, and I went, "Oh, that w- yeah, because that would kind of be like if you were Justin the human, and I just called you human all the time. Yeah, <laughs> instead of Justin." <laughs> From now on, just just in the humans. Yep, pretty much. So, yeah, there's that. Oh, shit. Well, I think we have come to about the end of this one. Yeah, well, next episode. Yeah, Yeah, well, next episode, hopefully you'll catch up on Lovecraft Country and we can talk more in depth about it. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm sure I'll have some stuff and you're we'll still figure going it through out all those always. comics. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll figure it out as always. Yeah. All right. Send us, s- Later, hit us everyone. up if you're interested in, like, if you're looking for comics and what you would pay. <laughs> totally. Totally. All right. Later, everyone. Later. The Two Broke Geeks podcast is a production of Two Broke Geeks Entertainment in conjunction with Atomic Geekdom. Find us online at twobrokegeeks.com. We're available on iTunes, Google Play Music, and the Satchel Player app for iPhone and for Android. Please subscribe to us on one of these services and leave us a review. It really helps us out. You can also help us out by following us on Facebook, facebook.com slash twobrokegeekspodcast, following our Twitter at 2BGpod, and following us on Instagram where we are also 2BGpod. Find Atomic Geekdom online at AtomicGeekdom.com and on Twitter at AtomicGeekdom. Thanks.